Houston. Jordan. Oh, a spectacular move by Michael Jordan. Pushing five to play in the third. Kobe. Crawford. Hogan. are now tuned into the chat room your favorite ballers favorite podcast all right welcome back to the chat room podcast this is episode 25 big 25 um with me today i got jermaine it's popping it's popping Dwayne's in the building or none we got coach in the building what you do y'all what you do and you already know myself, I am the senator. And with me today, with us today, I should say, we are going to sure. do a business episode. Because like we say, we don't just keep this strictly on basketball. We want to also be able to educate and help promote other businesses at the same time, too. So we got a fully loaded house right now. We got four special guests with us today. I'm going to give them the opportunity to say their name and give you guys a little insight about what they do. Wow, my name is Vince. I'll go ahead. I'll start first. My name is Vince, part owner of a clothing brand called Voler Gaston, and my business partner is in the group chat as well. So he introduced himself. Uh, my name is Beeks, or you could call me Kadim. So yeah, I'm a co-owner of a, a clothing line too. Um, it's vulgar as you can see. Vince is wearing a hoodie. I'm wearing a, a t-shirt. We have hats, and yeah, welcome to be here. Good. Dope, dope. I'll go then. Um, <clears throat> sorry, guys. My, my voice is off. I was out last night. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, oh, three, man. Hey, hey, hey. By the way, happy belated birthday. Yeah, I appreciate yeah, it, brother. Happy belated birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, my name, my name is Sam Tita. Um, I am the founder of Black Men's Style. Um, <clears throat> Black Men's Style is a not-for-profit non-for-profit organization um but then it's also a movement uh, a, a black movement um and what we're looking to do is to change the narrative um that has been um imposed upon you know black upon the black male image um you know throughout you know media distorted representation from media of all sorts so um yeah that's that that's me sam tita and i guess we will speak more on it dope dope so my name is Halimas Job, and I'm the managing director for Gambia's biggest petroleum company. So for those of you who don't know where Gambia is, like I said earlier, it's in West Africa. And I used to live in Canada until about five years ago. So looking forward to the chat with, with the fellows on this call. So, so. Dope, dope, dope. And like we always want to thank our guests for coming on because you guys will always bring a different perspective from than what we can offer. So respect and thanks for coming on. Um, let's just jump into the first uh, topic. And we all know the first two are always roundtable styles. So anybody can just jump in and just give your points. So after 72 days, the shortest break in professional sports history, <laughs> NBA is back. The, we had some exhibition games over this past weekend. Did any of you guys get to watch any of the games or see any highlights? And what were you excited about? Uh, For me, I would say I, I've only seen the highlights. I've seen the highlights. 
Um, and as for excitement, I would say would be to see the see the Ball brothers all kind of go at it. That's what I'm most excited to see this this season. Because, um, I mean, the anticipation has been there for anybody who's been following those guys from high school up until, you know, where they are now. Um, I think that's probably the most exciting thing for me to see this this season. And, yeah. Can we just all just give uh, like give uh, LeVar Ball his props, man? Like, everyone was shitting on oh, yeah. him for a long time. <laughs> this guy has all three of his fucking sons in the NBA. That's tough. <laughs> well, that's, that's actually crazy. I give it up for that. I'm, I'm, on, I'm untouched with basketball right now, but what he's doing for his family is amazing right now. So tough, bro. Everybody, everybody was just was just saying, "Oh, he's a horrible son, a horrible father." He's put this this jagged man's name through the dirt. It's the man he put all his sons in the business in, in the position to kind of make money on their own. Exactly. Never folded. Yeah. Never, never folded. folded throughout never everything. Folded. Never folded. This he yeah. took all kind of backlash. Never folded. Give that man his props, you know. Yeah, he sold shoes. He shoes like he sold shoes like it was nothing. Even though the shoes didn't look the greatest, he still. Those shoes and made money from them too as well. Bro, he was, he, like, he, he's a, he, was, he was essentially like if you look at it, he's essentially just doing what Master P did for his family. Yeah, you know I mean, that's essentially what he's doing. But 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 everyone looked at Master P like, oh, no limit soldiers. That's the cool <laughs> movement. You know what I mean, like you know, like that's like oh, they're rapping about like you know, killing this, killing that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the movement. You know, they're rocking on that. But when Lavar Ball said, "Yo, my son is a, is gonna be the best player in the NBA." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know, like 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 up, uplifting his kids, all that. They're giving man dirt. Now he has all three kids. Well, I, I, I look at it from a different angle. So I look at, I give him his props all day for being a good dad, right? And that's what everybody looks forward to. They, they are looking for positive role models, and he's one of them. The, on the flip side, he did put a lot of pressure on Lonzo when Lonzo first got in. So it gave, it gave the opportunity for the slander. So if it's not like it's not like he was just like, yeah, my son is amazing. He's going to be whatever. Like he was like, he's the best. <laughs> yeah. Like, like you just it was just like it was just like so much. As a dad, as a dad, don't you think you would do that for your kid? No, no, no. I'm saying I'm saying I'm saying I, I get it. I'm giving him his problems. But I'm saying as far as media wise is opening it up, you you're at the same time of being the good dad and boosting your child up the way how you're supposed to, there's also a little area where if you go a little bit too far at certain points, you open yourself up for scrutiny by the media. And that's what happened. So as soon so because he didn't live up to, he wasn't living up to, Lonzo wasn't living up to that, um, uh, that, expectation. That, that expectation, it just allowed the media to really pile on him, right? And just be like, okay, yeah, that's this, this here. Then Leangelo had to take the harder route. Like he went um, G League, he got, he wasn't getting in. They finally got. Uh, but he kind of fucked, fucked him himself. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, yeah, not, I'm, not, saying, I'm not saying, I'm not saying thing, but I'm just saying from the beginning when, Lon- when Lonzo was getting drafted, mm-hmm. LeVar was like, all three of my sons are getting in. So once he got into the problem with, when he was at UCLA, then that mm-hmm. oh, it just adds on to the scrutiny. Then you pull Melo from school and then you put him to play in uh, Lithuania and then and Australia. Then like, yeah. And then people just fight. like, okay, now this is a way how we can just pile on all this type of uh, scrutiny onto this guy, but mm-hmm. throughout all of that, all tall, three of them are all three of them are in the league. Yep. So, oh man, that, that's 
nah, like he like he definitely needs to get his like his applause, man. Because that's like as a <clears throat> as a father, like you want to like yeah, you want your kids to be the best, but you want to put yourself your kids in a position where they can fend for themselves. I mean, so, no, that's a yeah, that, that's, that's a yeah. great thing to do. Yeah, man, we're gonna create a legacy, man. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Yep. But if I if I don't get this if I don't get this MJ Lavar one on one, I don't. I don't it's, like it's it's all downhill from there. The man said he wants what two hundred mil or two two mil. He said he he he, he, he wants for that. He tripped. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, Lavar can't hoop. He can't. <laughs> Bro, he, he averaged like, average like two points a game in college. He, yeah. can't. he, can't. he was an athlete. He's an he was an all around yeah, athlete. Yeah, Don't get me athlete. Yeah, yeah, athletic, yeah, was, yeah. but not he can't hoop. I want to see if if we don't get if we don't get Lavar and MJ. I just want to see Lavar and Skip because it's a battle of the single digit uh, high school points per like, game. High school points per game. Let's see who can get to ten points first. It might be an hour game still. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that game might not finish, man. It might, might follow the truth to the end. <laughs> Don't sleep on Skip though, man. He works it every day, eh? He does. He does. He does. Yeah. And yeah, Skip does work out. out. He does work out a lot. Every day. <laughs> uh, anybody else? What? Uh, are, I was what? Really excite you about the preseason or even if not already, that man. what are you looking forward to for this season y'all know what i'm gonna say already man <laughs> see that laker banner fall y'all y'all know what it is already man <laughs> seeing uh patrick beverly like over there beacon and clippers got beat by my bench Again, i love by it. the bench bro by the bench i love it we, we, we <laughs> had our top five guys out and they got beat by our bench i love it bronze over there dancing shit I love it. I'm still on record that Kawhi is gonna fight PG by the end of the season. So, so this is so. Yeah, I, I, I feel like I feel like Kawhi's like I did everything to get you on my team, and what are you doing? Like you have pandemic P uh, trending. It started to trend again after he signed his extent his extension. Like it was the internet is ruthless. And Kawhi, even not really being a part of the internet, he still sees and he still hears all the criticisms, right? So I think if anybody's gonna fight, it's Kawhi and Paul George. I heard I heard Paul George is working with the trainer that he was working with when he got MVP. Yeah, he, like that. he didn't get MVP, but he, no, he, didn't he was in the running. running. He was in the running. Yeah, 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 in the running. Like, yeah. When when he was at Indiana, so like, yeah, he's going back to his roots and stuff, but. Yeah, I know. It's a no, different, it's a different time. Yeah, man. Yeah, different time. You're going against different athletes. Yeah. <laughs> why, why, why did you wait all this time to return back to the man? <laughs> man needs to put down the. He needs to put down the PlayStation Five. <laughs> Facts. 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 <laughs> Facts, bro. Uh, any final thoughts, and then we'll move to the next one. Oh. Um, Murray, Jamal Murray. I am excited to see what happens because you know now we get to see him play it all out, right? Yeah, yeah I am yeah. excited to see what kind of damage he does. Also, I want to see uh KD tonight, man. 
I want to see the return of KD. So, he's playing tonight. He's playing tonight. He, even if he plays 10 minutes, I just want to see the return of KD. Because, like, <laughs> let's not all sure. forget, like, let's not all forget, like, KD at, KD at his best is, is the second best player in the NBA, right? So, let's not. KD is nice. You know, KD is nice. I don't care what no one says. He's like a fort man with a jumper, bro. And I have right. So, so, so him, him coming back, I want to see that. And I, I also want to see the snowball kind of start with, uh, him and him and Kyrie, Kyrie kind of going to each other because they're not going to click at all. So I want to see that start from like exhibition game one. <laughs> so you, you you don't think they'll click for real? I don't think so. Bro. I think they'll I think click, so. man. I think, I think so. they'll click. Kyrie Kyrie has never averaged over what five, five assists in 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 the season. I know he's capable of doing it for sure. He can pass. Yeah. Like he's a basketball player. He's an elite basketball player. So to yeah. say so say he cannot pass the ball and like, cannot create is blasphemous. He, like, of yeah. course. He could do his the league, whatever he wants. But just like how how they have to put James Harden with them, like you like nine, ten years in the league, you are who you are. So Kyrie's not gonna come down and try and turn into all of a sudden Chris Paul or try to get guys involved all the time because his natural instincts as a ball player, your, your instincts are gonna take over. Like what like what you've done in high school, you're gonna, you're gonna continue that. to do. You can't break those bad habits. He's a scoring yeah. guard. Not exactly. Yeah. Like, you're gonna do that from high school to pros. Yeah, you might tw- change your game here and there, but like down to the roots, like you're gonna be like if Kyrie has one on one and he has KD open, he's not gonna kick it to KD. He's gonna go for it. Or oh, yeah. if he does start, if he does start kicking it to KD, he's gonna take away from his game because he's not gonna know where to kind of fit in. You know what I mean? So, yep. Someone's gonna I, have to sacrifice. Pardon me. But I think he has to help him. I think if I think I think he he will average his most amount of assists for his career <laughs> this 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 season. Like, yeah, because I pick and pop a Kyrie with KD. <laughs> Might. I Might. I yeah. could see because you're looking at how the team is constructed. Like mm-hmm. even the just say the starting five, um, having somebody like Amari as the big man coach, Steve Nash there with Nash too to teach the and, uh, and pick the and roll with DeAndre Jordan, right? And then you have the pick and pop with uh, KD, KD and Joe, yeah. and then you can space the floor with Joe Harris. Like there's a there's I could see him averaging. Uh, Let's not get carried away. Come on now. Seven, eight, <laughs> seven, eight. <laughs> I said nine. Let's not get carried away. I say, so, I say seven, eight. Seven, yeah, maybe seven. We'll see. But then if, you have, if he's put up seven point seven a game, he's going to be around 20 points a game. Is Kyrie going to be okay with only averaging 20 a game? I mean, if you're trying to win, you got to sacrifice. Got to get the ego out of the way, man. He said he's not going to talk to the media, so we won't know. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, we got next topic, man. <laughs> um, next topic. So last night, everybody was uh, – all men were scared because they thought their woman was going to be very emotional on this versus between Ashanti and Keisha Cole. And shortly before – Every everybody got prepared and they they were ready. They knew what they do to do. Some people were on lockdown and they still were going to leave and go into their car and listen to it from there, just, <laughs> just to be out of the house. But um, we found out that Ashanti tested positive for COVID. Then the, then the internet did what the internet does and said Ashanti got scared and started ducking, yeah, and. Yeah. And the narrative kind of changed towards it. So the question to you guys are, if this if this versus went down last night and they rescheduled it to January 9th, 9th I believe it is. Yeah, yeah the 9th. Um, who do you have winning? And do you think it will be a blowout? 
Okay. Honestly, the real, it the real question it. is, yeah. The real yeah. question is, the real, <laughs> Mary, the real question is, how much is a shot you gonna win by? <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. You can't say that. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. Pizza Cole's nice. Pizza Cole's a better singer. But she is by far the better with. singer. For sure, yeah. better singer. For sure. She's 100% better singer. But if we're going. Shanti has more hits. Way more hits. Yeah, because of Ja Rule and the whole. If we're going. Shanti and everything. everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, she has yeah, a lot yeah. of power behind her. Keisha yeah. Cole has a better voice, though. 100%. Yeah, hands down. Better albums, too. Keisha Cole made better albums. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like yo, know, yeah. As a, as a, as a body, as a whole, like Keisha Cole is the better artist. He's yeah, all pretty much. You know why she's the better most artist? Though? Most definitely, better artist. You want to know why she's artist. a better artist? Because she's more nuts. She's been through more pain. Actually, she went through way more things. I'm telling you, her mom is her mom is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you, ever her mom's, you guys remember the TV show? I used to tune in. Yeah, a, Frankie. A few yeah. So she has Actually, way more to speak about. All right, oh, here's yeah. here's here's Keisha Cole's advantage right now. If if a woman if uh, over the holiday they did not get the presents that they wanted. <laughs> Keisha Cole is winning because you're sure. gonna hear once I should have cheated, I should have cheated came on and all this <laughs> all this stuff. Sure, sure. Yeah, gonna, she, she's gonna think back to that horrible <laughs> gift you gave for for Christmas. She's, those they're they're like, yeah, I don't want to hear no happy. Like you guys like, never heard when she was dating Bowell, she like um she keep Bowell's car or something like that. Yeah, I yeah, never, yeah. I never heard that, but I don't doubt it. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Keisha, Keisha, nah, she has a lot, like so many, so yeah. many stories with her. There's so many stories with Keisha Cole. So many nah, stories. Ashanti has been in hiding for so like there's no, there's there's no there's nothing. You don't hear anything about Ashanti. The last thing we heard about from Ashanti, the, the last thing we heard about her was from like her being on Tory Lanez, the um the chick tape. I didn't even. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that too. I was, I was the, but like nothing controversial, like nothing crazy controversial, controversial though. Too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't she talking to Nelly at one point too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He said yeah. that her breath stinks or something on live. They asked about what because they asked him what what would you complain about about her, and then like the one thing I complain about her is her, her breath. Stinks. To make fun of her sideburns too, no? That's crazy. That's crazy. You guys remember her sideburns? Yeah. I think yeah. Yeah. she needs a hair removal or some shit. Oh, man. <laughs> She's a baddie now. Those yeah, three. She was always yeah. bad. Though. She was always bad, but hey, now you know, she's like, whoa. Now, yeah, now she's, yeah, she's top yeah. two. Right she was now. always pretty, though, to me. How old is she right now? Late 30s? Be, yeah, it must be. Mm, yeah, she gotta be 38, 39? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah easily. So, yeah. She's on some I, good way, yo. That's for sure. Ashanti, Ashanti, at one point, I think, had the highest amount of touching her own hair in a music video. Ever Ooh. and and I was like, this is pretty ridiculous. And then Keisha Cole, like you said, her family is nuts. Yeah. And, she, <laughs> and you when you and when you hear those stories about her, you're like, all right, cool. But then I was I went back and I kind of was trying to do matchup of solo songs to song against each other. Mm-hmm. If it's solo songs, I have Keisha Cole winning. The problem with the problem with Ashanti with Keisha features. Cole facing Ashanti is, is, is just the features. Her like features. if you go if you go solo tracks and her, and her hooks, yeah. 
Not, yeah. like, well, like well, as we said, Keisha Cole is a better artist. So like, if we're mm-hmm. putting like her so like her solo body of work up up against Ashanti's solo body of work, Keisha Cole has way more tracks that are her own, like are her own things where she's featuring like Shine or whoever else she's featuring on her tracks for sure. But if you look at like just track for track, they're in the catalog. Like like how we would say it with like uh, Pharrell or Missy, and we put them together like. It would just be like catalog versus catalog. I think Ashanti blows her out of the water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And Dan still. Yo, you, you guys think that they would have Drew Lou come on as a special guest for her? I hope Now not. they have the time. Have nah. Time. I think oh. they, they're, they're going to wait until they have. They need Ja Rule to have his own. His own. Yeah. yeah. Where, yeah. Is, where, where is Ja Rule? Where is Ja they, they know what that will bring. And they're going to try to, you know, bring up, you know. Well, I think 50, 50 said he would be down for it too, so. Trying to get no, 50, oh 50, 50, nah, 50, 50, 50 said no, he wouldn't do it again. Oh, did he say no? He said no. Okay, okay, okay. He said no. Okay. I'm going against man. Just think about that. Why would why would 50 allow that to happen? I know. No. I know. <laughs> it wouldn't 50, make sense. 50 <laughs> said he would, 50 said he'll go up against the game. He said he's. Oh, there, yeah, my bad, my bad. He would yeah, yeah, against the game. You're right, you're right, you're right. You're right. That makes more sense because the whole Jimmy Hensman thing yeah, and all that yeah, type of stuff. Yeah. I'm not the reason why he doesn't want to do it like Jairo is because the history behind his series. They got actual, yeah, they got actual. Yeah. Like, he, but, has, he has beef but, with like Supreme Team. But, but, but if Gucci Man, can't compare, can't compare, can't compare. One guy, one actually got hits. Yeah. Gucci Man never got shot. He shot people, but. Imagine a person getting shot nine times, surviving, and then trying to face. No, I'm not doing it. Yeah. And the and the alleged and the alleged <laughs> and the alleged people that were involved in it were rappers on the label too. Uh, ah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Like that's a different that. thing. If they bring the if if Job instantly wants to win, like he brings out the old Murder Inc. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden, the whole, there's no verses anymore. Like it's exactly. that would have to be. That have to be like two separate locations in New York. Like, oh yeah, hell yeah. Like, like mm-hmm. these guys are in Yonkers. These guys are like maybe two separate. Like, they couldn't be. In Yo, that would be amazing, though, man. Oh, I'd be two crazy. That would be amazing to hear a clap back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, Jeffrey. Here, bust it. Uh, the one, the one I will say before we move on to the next topic is I was listening to the Joe Budden podcast and he, that called, Jim, he called Jim Jones and asked about G Unit versus Dipset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I and I and I thought that that would be a tough one. That'd and then tough, yeah. Jim Jones said that he, that would him. never happen. But you could, though. but you could, see, he could see G Unit versus Locks. Hello. What? Mm-hmm. I don't think nah. so. I don't know about that. It wouldn't even stand a chance. No. So. Yeah, I don't think so. It wouldn't even stand a chance. Even versus D Block is not a thing to me. <laughs> D Block's career is too long, man. Yeah, yeah man. Like, I don't think so. Like, it is. For me, that's solo, me. solo career, solo career wise, because you don't have to. Because if you look at Cam and those guys, they went platinum, right? Yeah. Um. Lux didn't go platinum, or there's even their solo careers they go platinum. So like the hits wise goes a little bit different. It's like the mainstream versus the underground the for real. Exactly. Right? And yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. That's why it doesn't the, make sense. But it's it the Fab Jada. It's it's like the group version of Fab Jada. Yeah. Because Jada was for the streets. 
right? And yeah. Fab Fab is more <coughs> the commercial person. So yeah. it's kind of like that, but in group group version, which is why it was more intriguing to me. Cause I'm like, if you go solo streets compared to the solo hits, it's it's still a matchup, right? Reservoir yeah. dogs versus uh I don't know, like I'm just thing it's just a different feel when you listen to both of them back to back you know what i mean mm-hmm. yo also uh yo francis it would be um, june 50. which one called irv Gotti. he he wanted um j-lo on you know the what's love uh the single yeah. with ashanti he wanted j-lo instead of ashanti on there i don't doubt it she, 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 at the time she was the bigger hit the yeah, bigger yeah. name so like you know I, don't know, I can't i can't really picture that right now it's kind of weird to me oh, that, but ashanti Ooh. does have um uh, like uh, a version of the Tamia and Fab, right? So she has her own kind of stuff in there, right? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, like at, at the time, J Lo was definitely the bigger draw for sure. So to have her, because at that time, Jaw Rule was the bell cow, right? He was the, yeah. the person kind of pulling Murder Inc. So to have him accompanied with J Lo, like that does Crazy. more not that she can she can st- she can still use that song because she has cre- writing credits on it yeah oh shanti yeah she has writing credits on that on that song so yeah, yeah but i i wouldn't want to use that like hey yeah, if john legend can song, pull out but... if john legend can pull out a lauren hill track because yeah, he played two keys on the on it <laughs> 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 yeah. i can i can pull out anything i have a writing credit on <laughs> all right coach uh, all right, so basically what, what I'm going to do, like, so in the group, we have um, people from, like, all over the place. Like, Black is Beautiful, right? So we got Africa. We go. We got Jamaica. We got, we got, we got people from all over the place. So <clears throat> this little game I'm going to do right now, I'm going to show a picture up on the screen, and y'all just tell the, the audience or tell us <clears throat> basically what y'all call this, where you're from. Simple? Yeah. All right. Cool. Yep. All right. Let's get to it. Oh. <clears throat> We'll do this. Damn. It's my first time using Zoom. This is actually lit. <laughs> all right, so first one, first one is this right here. What do you all call that, this? Where you're from, man? Boo boo. I got a phlegm in the eye, bro. Boo boo. Trust in the eyes. Boo-boo. Yeah. Who said boo boo? Who said boo boo? Guyana, boo boo. Boo boo, boo boo. I call that a white person's eye. White person's eye. We call this uh, Mata in Jamaica. <laughs> oh, you're talking about the quarter piece right there? Yeah, Mata for sure. Yeah, Mata, yeah, I call it Mata. And then I know, like, some people call it Yampi and shit, so. Mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Next, That's one. Your trip, bro. next one. Here's the next one. Ready? Oh, man. Is that Ginnip? Yeah. Or Lychee. Ginnip or Lychee. I think Ginnip still. Ginnip, yeah. It's Ginnip. Okay. All right. Next one. Up next. What y'all call this? What is that? Juice bag? Do you, do you say bag juice? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bag juice. 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 Bag ju
Yeah. See, that's even a, see, nobody, see, that's the thing too, though. My mom would say, it would approve that too. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't a thing for us. Oh, we just nah. call it, call that's the, the funny thing. As kids, we just called it ice back here. Okay. I, oh, damn. Ice yeah. bag? Yeah, yeah, ice. No, ice. But like, it's like ice, different flavors. So it would be like ice and then whatever else. Like if you had mm. ice in oh. the pineapple ice with local. Okay. So we just call it ice of kids. Okay, cool, cool. That's cool. Funny yeah, how this goes across continents. So. Exactly. Yeah, I know. I, I know. Like, like that's why I want to do this because you got like different, different people on. Oh, yeah. We all know what it is, but we all call it something different. Something different. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> I like back juice, though. Yeah, juice, juice bag for me. Juice bag for me. <laughs> juice bag, bag juice, suck, suck. You got yeah. ice. Uh, we don't, we don't have, we don't have that in Winnipeg. I will say this: in Winnipeg, you better not eat the the yellow snow, man. That's for sure. Uh. Mm. Winnipeg <laughs> is the most gladdest place in the world. Okay? Hey, 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 don't, don't, Damn. hey, don't this my, my first city. Okay? Black people don't eat snow, though. Black people shouldn't be eating snow. I don't no, think black people not... eat snow still. I mean, I mean, I, I don't, agree, I've, I've, I don't Winnipeg, I've never tried it. But Winnipeg, there's not a lot of Might black people out there, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, next one, next one, get next one up. Avocado. There we go. Yep. Pear. I eat or that avocado. Every day. All dependent on what side of the family is talking avocado. about. That's it. Call it pear. We call it oh, pear. Yeah, yeah. My my dad says pear too. My mom <laughs> says pear. <laughs> Jamaican. I, I always knew. I always knew that's pear initially. Yeah, always yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jamaicans, man. Come on. Yeah. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Do they even really care about how to pronounce words anyway? Yo, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, I'm not. Hey, I'm not here for the slander, huh? Hey, you just. Even though I'm not from Jamaica, I'm a proud Jamaican, bro. Like you know, like we're the most. I feel like there's reasons for us to be prideful. So yeah, no, they do. They do care. They do care how they sound, but it's only when they get a phone call. Make your person say pass the sinting and you don't know what the sinting is, you're just like, all right, so what do I pass the person? It could be it could be anything. The it could be anything. It could be anything, mm-hmm. yeah. Anything. Well, you know what the thing is. <laughs> yeah, you know that thing, thing. <laughs> that thing over there. <laughs> all right, yeah, all right, yeah, 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 another one, another one. Um, what's this? Oh man. Aloe vera. Yo, my mom's to put that shit on me, bro. Yeah, it's good for your yeah. skin. Yeah. It's good for your stomach too, actually. Yeah, baby. yeah. It's really good with aloe. It's like the like I know people who call it Cinco Bible. I know people who call it uh, he- healing plants. Yeah, yeah. Aloe vera. So there's yeah. many names for that for sure. But yeah. but it's good. It's good for you though, man. Very good. Drink the aloe, yeah. the aloe water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That exactly. green bottle. Yeah, for sure. All right, next one. We got next one right here. Oh man, bro. Come on, <laughs> man. <Not bro. laughs> Eat that with some hardo bread. Oh, no. <laughs> my parents, hey, my parents call this Dutchy Gal. <laughs> wow. What? Wow. Dutchy Gal. Because, think about it, think about it. It's fish, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's fish and blood or tomato sauce. 
That's why I see what you're saying. Honestly, I stopped eating that. I was in the grocery store the other day, and a Jamaican <laughs> walked past me. He's like, see me looking at the thing. He's like, that's dog food. <laughs> I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Because it's so, it's so cheap. When you think about it, cheap stuff is not really good for you. And you just like, this thing's sitting in a can. It doesn't expire till next year. Just like, bro, it's dog food. You know what I mean? I will, I, I will say that uh, while I volunteered at a food bank, Mm. There's so much like mackerel and tuna, like yeah. canned tuna that comes in there. I was like, I, I don't know if I can, I don't know if I can eat this stuff anymore, man. I got, I got corned beef. Corned beef, yeah. corn beef is like dog food too, but that came like, clutch for me when I was a kid. Like, hey, if, and you, spam. If, you, if you if you think about it, if you think about it, most of like I was talking to a friend back in the day, or like last yeah. week. Most of most of the food that black people really 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 enjoy is like trash food, like oxtail. Is like uh, trash mm, food, right? Yeah, and like yeah. chicken back, and like those kind, of, and like and like those kind of things are like not considered good food. That's trash food. Yeah, but, it isn't. But like, but like that shit tastes good, man. Yeah. Like for us, for Guyanese pepper pot, it's not yeah, healthy, yeah. but that's good yeah. stuff, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Facts. So. All right, next one. We got next one here. <clears throat> Y'all call this? Ah. I'm befuddled here. I don't know what this is. Right? Yeah, what plum? is this? Thing? I know what it is. June plum, plum or, 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 or plum. That's what we call it. Yeah, yeah. There's the, yeah, like in Jamaica, we call it June plum. Yeah. It's right, but it can be very sour and green when it's not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Y'all call it. Oh, man. Come on. This Kalalu? What is this? Yeah, Kalalu. Yeah, okay. Yo, we have this every morning then, bro. Fried bake? Fried bake? Fried dumpling? Come on. Yep. Yeah, yeah, fried dumpling or some fucking breadfruit. You're on the way. Good. I'm going to give you guys a quick, quick, because I know this is a safe space. I'll give you guys a <laughs> quick story about it. So, <laughs> so when I first moved down to Jamaica, my dad, my dad, cooked up some kalaloo, right? But because I'm so used to hearing how bad spinach and like all that stuff was, I never ate it. But there's a whole party going out on outside and my dad says, you can't join the party till you finish your kalaloo. I sat at that table for three hours and did not move <laughs> and just stared at it. And then when I finally, and when I finally tried it, I was like, yo, this is good. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, facts. Not facts. true. Yeah. All right, next one. We got next one here. Um, Oh, come on. Classic. Plantain. Fried plantain. Everybody calls it plantain. No plantain. No plantain. Excuse me. Plantain. That looks like some plantain. Uh, Yo, yo, who said plantain? Plantain. 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 Guys, you all say plantain. Plantain. Just plantain. Sam said plantain. When you got a plantain, what did you say fountain? No, I said. Did I get it? Nothing. So you know fountain. Water. Yeah. out. How do you pronounce that? Do you say fountain? Plantain. I'm just trying to figure out any other place where you use a i. How do you guys pronounce it? 
West Indian, West Indian people just just, just say how they want to say it. Whatever, say whatever. <laughs> That's the only way we know how to say it. <laughs> Come on, man. The English word was, you know, it's not for us, man. The English <laughs> language is a slave language. No disrespect. That's what it is. So we use it the way we want to use it. With slang, however we want to. The English language is the, is the most difficult language in the world. Yeah, yeah it's complex. Yeah. Very very complex. How many tools are there? How many tools are there? Very, very complex. Too many. Yeah. <laughs> Too many. That's it. Facts. And I, as a as a Jamaican, we know that tree could either be a tree that's standing or the number. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. You see hey. tree. This you see tree, right? I was watching Shrek yesterday and he said something smart. He's like, yo, so for Christmas, you guys put a Christmas tree inside. They're like, yeah. She's like, why would you put a Christmas tree? Why do you put a tree inside your house? So like I'm watching uh the frozen thing with my daughter last night. Yeah. And um mm-hmm. Olaf, so I'm gonna get a little this is crazy, but Olaf said um <clears throat> for Christmas, a tradition is we cut down a tree. And we take his rotting, fle- rotting corpse and we hang it up in our in our house and we and we hang decorations on it. Wow, crazy! That's, that's deep. This is how you can tell man's, uh, man's are growing old. If you guys are watching Shrek and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not watching on my own. I'm watching it with my daughter. Oh, yeah, honestly, it was just on TV. My mom was watching it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, all I hear right now are a bunch of excuses. I know, I know, damn, I know damn sure that coach's daughter wasn't even looking at the screen. He was there. He was there. I'll be honest with you. I mess with, I mess with Shrek. I mess with. I saw. I watched Harry I'm, Potter. I'm that still day. a child at heart. I'm not gonna lie. I still have that Yo. inside of me. You know. Yo, I was this morning. It's sick. And obviously, there are always these little jokes that are in there that are not meant for kids. Yeah. Yeah. If you go back and watch them, like... Crazy. Every single time. Crazy. <clears throat> All, right, yo. All right, yo. Last one, last one. Ready? Oh, man. I want Fanford to answer this. <laughs> <laughs> That's curry chicken, no? <laughs> Chicken curry to some, curry chicken to others. I don't say chicken curry, I say curry chicken. <laughs> Fried chicken, stew chicken. You can't put chicken and put stew after. I, I don't know why people say that. It's curry it's, chicken to it's, me. It's curry chicken. I think, I think some Guyanese, Guyanese people say um chicken curry. Listen, those are the brown Guyanese people. The blacks, the, it's different. Oh, okay, okay. Blacks and brown oh, okay, say okay. it two different ways. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's the thing. A, good, a lot that's of a good thing to do. Yeah, that's a good. A lot of a lot of people tend to tend to. Well, I guess they, they don't seem to realize is that you know Guyana is Afro and Indo. Yeah, you know, it's, yep. it, it's Portuguese. It's Portuguese portion and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. but there are cultural differences. There are yeah. cultural differences, but you know. I guess not everybody clarifies those those kind of things, you know, mm-hmm. just looking at it as Guyana, one country, yeah. like that. But, but there are there are some big cultural differences between. If we're getting deeper into it as well, like most of the islands are inherited by, like for instance, like Jamaica, like the second the second language there is Spanish, yep. mm-hmm. right? So like, and then and then in, in like Trinidad and stuff, like also Spanish as well. So like, most of the islands have like that other cultural <clears throat> influence, mm-hmm. in them, right? So. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, so just for clear, it's not chicken curry. All right, y'all. That's all I got, y'all. That's all I got. Thank you. That was a good game. I like that game. Yeah. How many people on this call are Jamaican? I'm I'm happy. My background, my background is Jamaican. Background sends in. So it sounds like four people are Jamaican. So yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. All right, yo. So um, <clears throat> this is for the 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 guests on here. Um, sure. I want y'all to kind of take us through your journey, man. Like, how have you guys been able to be successful in what you guys are doing? Like, how like, how have you kind of built that that path for yourself? Who, who started? Any of them? Want me to start? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can. Start. So the journey, <laughs> the journey for me was this consistency and not taking things personal. But at first it was hectic. It was just like, what are we doing right now? And then yeah. we got to the point where we're just like, okay, let's give us some free hats. Let's give us free hats and see where it goes. Because we were the only people wearing the hats. Mm-hmm. And then it went to the point where people invited us to certain things like Mod Club. We went to Mod Club and we brought 30 hats and we gave them all up for free. And that's what really pushed us in a direction to know where we're going to some degree. You yeah. know, if you can expand on that, yeah. yeah, I think we um we went with this this thing of giving away something for free, which is has because it was like it was an easy thing, easy cheap thing to make. It stands out because the logo is so vibrant. You wear it on your head in the summer, and like at the end of the day, like not everyone gets something for free. So how can you turn that down? You know what I mean? So yeah. um that was the key, and like this wasn't done like on purpose. This was done by accident because we we like making our own custom clothes for ourselves. Like you go into Nike and a whole, a, a pair of joggers is $120. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I started, our journey started like that. And from there on, it just bought like the ball got rolling and t-shirts and et cetera. And like going to these events and being visible with like colors and stuff, if you see the hoodies, like a yellow hoodie, that's going to stand out in a club or like just the mall, you know, and like, um, networking with people is, is it's got us to where we are today. Um, but yeah, I think that was a that was a smart move on 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 both your part. You know, um, just just like as you said, not everybody gets something for free, and it's yeah, especially yeah. if it's even if it's you know just people around you and everything like that. Because for example, like because you guys are you guys are with VG, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. I, I mean, for me, like I've I've seen it. I didn't know who the faces were behind it, but I know I've seen that those big thick those big thick letters. Yeah. So I mean in, in, in order in order for you to get somewhere, you guys obviously made an investment. It, it it's yeah. it's it's and also you know you have to take a loss in order to, to make the gain, right? Yeah, so sure. and that's exactly what you guys did. You guys spent the money for your product instead of just trying to sell it, you guys gave it out first. And it's 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 easy marketing. And I think a lot of people refuse to do that. It's just like, yo, yeah. it's, unfortunately, sometimes you have to take those small losses. But look how, look how, how you know how you guys have benefited from it, right? The yeah. community around now has seen your product, even though you haven't made your money yet. In the long run, the money comes, right? Yeah, so, sure. so right there, what I take from that, what you just said, is that we built value so we can gain profit in the long run. One hundred percent. Us building value is the most key thing ever. A lot of people always want to look for the profit 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 but i mm-hmm. think building value was the a major thing 
Yeah. It was more so over the love. Those first customers, too. Those first customers, Mm -hmm. you should treat them like your neighbors because Mm -hmm. they were here first. So Mm -hmm. always go back to them, check up on them. How you doing? Oh, you purchased this, I'll throw in something free for you. Always keep Mm -hmm. it like that. Keep it cordial and nice with your main customers, always. Mm -hmm. That's true. That's true. I'm just trying to find your 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 clothing brand. You guys have social media? Yeah. What's what's the name on Insta? V O L. Yeah, sorry. V O L. E R G A R C O N Z dot two two seven. Dot two two seven. Yeah. 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 Okay, find you guys. Okay, I can't. I can't find it. Can somebody just drop it in the chat window? Yes, yeah, that's it right there with the rock size. Yeah, 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 that right there. I don't know how we can see yeah, it, right but right. yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll. Yeah, I guess somebody drop in the chat window. I just wanted to check it out. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll drop it in there. But like, what about uh, you guys, Ali and Sam? Um, my, my crazy. So I'll let Sam, Sam go in first. <laughs> Well, mine, mine isn't anything too crazy. Mine's just about, you know, uniting the community, bringing our black brothers together. That's, um, that's something amazing, bro. Let me tell you off for a second. And think, that's, not, that's, that's not something you should just throw underneath the fucking... <laughs> no, no, no. I, and you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Off like it's the scene tower, brother. Thank you. Thank you, brother. But um, yeah, so it, it pretty... I mean, for me, I guess how, how it started off was it was all based off of an experience that I had, right? Because... Um, I, I travel down to the South a lot. I'm always like in Houston, Texas. And, you know, I was over there visiting some family. And then, you know, the opportunity came about to kind of network, you know, with some guys down there because I was looking to do some business and stuff like that. And so, you know, they were going to be having, um, you know, they're going to be having a group shoot and everything like that. So I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm down for it. I'll be there. And so as I was there, um, you know, it was it was it was very it was very empowering. It was it was you know just just like this, right? It's a safe it's a safe space for for black men. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just it was the conversations, you know, everything that was kind of going on there. And I was just like, man, I love this. I love this unity. I love I love this empowerment. It, it was it was such a beautiful experience. I was like, yo, you know what? I want to I want I want I want this I want this to happen in Toronto as well because. I mean, it, we can we can always watch it from you know the outside and see. Okay, yeah, these guys in the states are doing this. All oh, these guys in, in in Europe are doing that. But it's like, well, we have to do for ourselves. So somebody's got to do it. So of course, you know, came back home, and um, you know, homie of mine, he, he had kind of seen you know everything that I, I was doing was part of over there. So he's like, yo, you know, he's like, you know, what can we do in order to to you know um, you know push our black men forward, especially because. A lot of the women were having those um those brunches, right? There was a lot of those, you know, women empowerment brunches. And I was just like, man, you know what? Like our black men, like we need to, you know, just just some even if it's something small, it's something, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. I was like, all right, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna have the shoot and you're going to see what's gonna happen. And so he's like, All right, cool. Contacted a couple of black guy, um, couple of black men, boom, boom, boom. Um, you know, and the thing is is the there's the imagery, of course, because it's also, you know, showing us in a different light um, because you can do things like you can go on Google and you start looking for, you say you type in like success, successful men. You, it's like, yeah. it, it's very, you don't get to see, we don't see ourselves. Yeah. Right. And, and things like that. It's just, it's like, it's not the norm to see ourselves in certain, in certain categories. 
Um, but you know, you'll you'll always see you know the the the, the stereotypical. Which there's nothing wrong with being a, a successful athlete or a successful artist. There's nothing wrong with that. But we're also in a bunch of other lanes. So um, that's pretty much what happens at the shoot. Is like you have guys who are in all different lanes, and now you're able to come together and have these conversations, and you're able to network with other black men, and it just it's about creating that that community, right? Um, and yeah, it just from one shoot and then it just kind of trickled, trickled over and it just went boom, 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 boom. And, you know, people reaching out wanted to be a part. And, you know, we had um, some uh, some some news coverage as well. And yeah, it, it's been an amazing process. Um, you know, things kind of slowed down, you know, of course, due to COVID. We were supposed to have our last shoot in we we're supposed to have a shoot in, in October. And the expectation because typically, you know, our first shoot, we did like maybe 15 guys. The next one, it grew to like 30, 30, like 35 guys. It was unexpected. Yeah. And then this one, I was like, okay, fine. I'm going to throw it on the page and announce it. And it was like 150 guys who hit me. <laughs> That's right. And so it was like, all right, well, let's do this. And then boom, the restriction came down. We could only have gathering of 20, I think it was like 25. Mm-hmm. And so then that takes out, I have to, X some people out because I can't have, because then the photographer gets in, you know, is within the, those numbers, the videographer. And it's like, okay, well, people are like, yo, just do it anyways. But then I'm like, the issue is, is that if a bunch of black, the moment a bunch of black people gather, yeah. everybody's paying attention. Yeah. Right. And I didn't want the narrative being changed, on, you know, change on us and be like, okay, well, look, these black people, they, they, they choose to, they, they choose not to, to, they choose to go against the rules. And yeah. I was like, you know what? There, yeah. that that that's not what i'm trying to do right so i was like yo let's put on a pause of course you know guys are like yo you know guys are getting custom suits made guys are paying like a hundred dollars for haircuts because everybody was ready to go you know but yeah. i have to put the halt on it but there will be more moving forward once we kind of we're, we're trying to fine-tune some things so we can work within the, the 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 means of this you know whole covid thing but yeah i'm telling you once we open up taking off yeah we're taking off we're taking off so i read it um, yeah man thank you thank you <laughs> well that's amazing because i feel like um i feel like black people play themselves sometimes because anything that we actually put our minds to that we we can accomplish successful tiger woods he did the fucking he did golf serena williams can we, do we need to talk about everything we enter and we actually just conquer hockey exactly, exactly. Brothers. like we just we just kill everything that we actually put our minds to so Mm-hmm. And Atlanta, I like Atlanta as well because they build a lot too, like just buying property back and back ownership. Yep. Just, yep. Yeah, I love that stuff. That stuff, that stuff's amazing. For Motivational. Sure. Oh, for Togetherness, sure. brother. And like, if you, if you, if you kind of look at it, like, like this, this, this platform, this podcast we have right now, it's kind of um, a trickle down effect of all that because like we all kind of jumped on this being in the chat room. You know what I mean? Like. Hmm. And then, like, if you look on like this platform right now, we got we got eight black brothers on here, from different different walks of life, different uh, business <laughs> ventures, different things, and we're all here kind of uniting together. So, like, this is definitely something where I've been <clears throat> like, uh, uh, like I've been pushing this this kind of into the forefront for sure. So, what Sam's doing is very very important. So, appreciate that for sure. I envy you guys when I hear the stories of what you guys are doing because it sounds like there's so much <laughs> of what you guys are doing too. 
the reason I said my story is a little bit complicated because I prematurely left Canada because I actually had to sort out my paperwork. So naturally coming in, um, I did my university there and then you have, um, I think three years after you graduate at the time. Can you guys hear me? No, no. So like for me, three years after you graduate, you can work. But then after the three years, you got to go through the whole process of getting your PR and all of that. So when that time came, I had to stop working for a little bit to sort out my paperwork. And I was sitting down for a while and I'm like, you know what? Maybe it's time I go home while this, this paperwork gets itself sorted out. Yeah. And came back. And at the time, my father was starting a petroleum company here. So I was helping out with that for a few years. And today, where we are now, the company, like I said, it's the biggest petroleum company in the country. So I'm trying to, com- mm-hmm. I'm trying to compare to like, what, what's a big gas station in, in Canada now? So it's kind of like that, except we have um, a total of 28 um, petrol stations in the country. That's big. So wow, that's amazing. Wow. And we, do, uh, we do quite a lot of other stuff as well. We, we fuel airlines, we do cooking gas, quite a few different things. So that's I've been looking after that business now for about three years. But even when I was in Canada, I was always somebody who just liked business. So everything from organizing events to freelance graphic design, some point I was working anything that you could you could do to just make some money. I mean, I still remember the last event that I did for one of my previous businesses was actually with Senator. I don't know if you remember. <laughs> Torque versus Big Sean? Hey, was that was, was that was that a uh, Big Sean? No, no, that Big Sean September. Okay, and then versus Bubble. And... versus Bubble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, that one there, that one there was something different because uh, that's around the time when I was really taking DJing seriously, and I did a few events at uh, U of T, and yeah. I was getting like <laughs> reg- I was regularly there for uh, their Black Alliance parties. I was always the one that they called for it, and we realized that we got something dope. And I remember Hallie telling me this. He was like, "We need to do an event." because we they they did a boat cruise for the first time and they announced myself and uh sean stealth as the only djs for the night and the boat sold out in like 20 minutes they had to they actually had to they actually had to get a next boat to thing to to accommodate all the ticket sales that were coming in so we decided to do twerk versus bubble and we sold out the entire the entire club and it was a uh, about 800 people that were able yeah. to fit and that was our first event and we even had dj superstar jay from new york he was booked for another club and he showed up to our club up. Yeah, like up. it was that's, that's amazing it was, yeah it was crazy that was that was that was those were some different times man when i look back now i'm like we, we, we tried to do a lot in that space because we a all used very quickly, when we, very, 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 very quickly. Like we went from that. We, all, but we just had to figure out a way to just figure out, okay, fine. We've been partying for so long. How do we start making money? How do we start yeah, making yeah. There we go. So that's, that's kind of how that pretty much at some point I was trying to start a clothing line too, but we never really got that off the ground. I mean, I had some partners and at the time, there was so much noise around the university because they weren't trying to have us have events yeah. because we started organizing events that were bigger than the university's events. And they, 
kind of started feeling that, you know what, we're, we're kind of taking a little bit away from some of the university's events. And at the time, I still remember that we had, um, we had just graduated. So it just became this issue of, oh, these guys are no longer even students. Like these guys had just graduated and they're still yeah. trying to make money off of the students. So it was kind of, there was a lot of noise around the time. So we just figured at some point that, you know what, it's not even worth it. But yes, they wanted the alumni to pay the school, make you know, get your education and just leave. Don't make money yeah. off of, uh, <laughs> off of our clients. Uh, but it was we, crazy because we always, we always, anytime there was an event, they would call me. We would show up. It was always sold out, and it would, and it was reaching the point where when they do their event, they would be like. I would get a bunch of messages. I didn't even know that the school was have, doing anything. And like, I'd get a random message, like my phone would blow up. Like, yo, why aren't you here DJing this? Like, why aren't you here? Like, and I'm like, cause it's not a, the Black Alliance event. I'm not, I, I only come through for that one. So yeah. Oh, oh. Some, some good times, man. What, what school is this? U of T. U of T. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. So Sam, this is back when myself, Mars, and Mox were all good time sound. So, oh, okay, 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 yeah. okay, okay. No, it's a, it's yeah. a little it's a little while back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. That's when we had the this is like eight years ago, what, man. I still remember That's when we had the friggin' radio station, bro. Yeah, we hold had up, was this oh hold on. Yeah, I think yeah. I okay, I remember. Okay, I remember, I remember, I remember. Yeah. I remember, had, I remember. We had good times. We had good times radio. And then uh, I used to always get booked for the Black Alliance stuff. So I was always at the school. And then mm-hmm. Mox got his show after. And then we started to like, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. Next. All right, fellas. Um, we've all dealt with failure or moments where we thought about quitting or giving up. What were some of those moments for you guys? And how did you guys kind of navigate um, through all that? Go first. Failure? I don't know. I don't believe in failure, man. I just feel like it's just lessons. You just keep learning and learning and figuring it all as you go. Failing is like, okay, you just give up. That's what, that's what I consider failing sometimes. Like, you just give up and you just like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, you only tried for a certain amount of times and you're just like, I'm done. But a big obstacle for me was organizing my brain to shift my energy into the m- more important things. Because before, at one point when I was younger, I was, my brain was just fucking everywhere. Like, girls, this, this, that, 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 that. Bunch of distractions. But as I got to this place, I'm like, okay, I have to actually be on top of this. So let me put my attention actually into VG. Let me put my attention into family. Let me put my attention into all the important things. And then everything else started trickling down and fixing itself. But those things were the first thing. That's what I realized about myself. That was a big obstacle for me because I was drinking a lot, doing, you know, all that young guy stuff, man. Just doing the most, man. (laughs) Chasing tail, man. Chasing tail. I was chasing tail. Hey, some some guys live that life forever, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Guess the best. Yeah. But that was a cycle that I got stuck in. I'm just like, damn, I need to get out of this cycle. Where, what's the first step? But then I started talking to my business partner. Because me and my business partner, we knew each other since four and two. So we communicated about everything. So as time went on, she'd be like, yo, I'm fixing this in my life. I'm like, hmm, let me fix that in my life too. And I'll tell him I'm fixing <laughs> things. And maybe that led to him fixing something. But 
whenever like i'll tell you like it's so weird he lost his license i had my license so i was doing the deliveries for the brand i lost my license he had his license he was doing the deliveries for the brand so it's just something always worked out for us man always worked out some way somehow um i say for me like i believe the same thing is like i don't really believe in failure i like there is obstacles and like um with this brand like i don't think even if it was to fail i feel more content and at peace with actually putting my full effort in trying to get somewhere with it i think that even uh if it doesn't work that me and this guy would probably jump ship to another country and try to start something else over there like japan or you know what i mean i don't think it's going to ever stop with these businesses because I don't, I don't know we're not really into working a job like i feel like we have a bigger purpose than just working a, a nine to five for the rest of our life type of thing and i really believe in the impossible so that's how i kind of live my my day-to-day thing even if you could tell people what you what your purpose is and what you want to do and like they're not going to see it because they're not you they can't see your perspective so me and him are kind of we're on the same frequency with what we see for our business and what we see for life um for obstacle, I say like one of my biggest ones in the last year or two was like my energy, like my body was just speaking to me to be like, yo, you need to fix up because how my body was reacting, how my energy felt inside. And that was my diet. So I just woke up one day. I'm like, I'm not eating no, no more meats. I'm going to eat bare fruits and juice and do my exercising on a weekly, daily basis to get my energy up because I was feeling shitty and like my body was reacting to it. So that was probably my one of my biggest obstacles in in my growth for the past like year or two. But yeah. Nope. I mean for I, me, I, um, as for failure, okay, like you know, when it comes to, you know, pretty much, you know, what I've what I've been doing, um I I would I, I still I would say we're still so early in it. Um I haven't experience any real failure um if anything i would just say you know maybe there's a, a couple people here and there try to you know pull along kind of put on um you know try to you know help them gain kind of exposure here and there and they just didn't come through the way i thought um so in in, in that sense i guess i would say maybe i read them wrong um but then again i had high expectations for them so yeah, maybe I wouldn't I wouldn't say that was failure per se, but um, I would say that would have been you know one one of the many challenges is pretty much you know kind of trusting who who's gonna you know ride along with you throughout the process and you know go through yeah go go through it all. So nah, you know what? No, I can't I can't really I, it's it's not something I can really speak on just as yet. But I don't know. Maybe if we revisit this conversation. And maybe the next few months after, I want to say really after the pandemic, because I think we're taking a lot of hits all in all, right? So, yeah. 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 A lot of trial and error right now. A lot of trial and error. So, So, yeah. If anything was a failure, I can really only blame it on the pandemic. I can't really say right now that I have done something where I feel I have failed in the aspect of, you know, Black men's style. So, so mm-hmm. yeah. I can't I can't think of anything that's happened recently but but it's actually going to link back to the previous business that I was running um the first event I ever organized in my life I was probably around 17 
And I was organizing it with my boys. It was, I think, about five or six of us at the time. And the whole night went through. I think we ended up having like one or two people show up. And we had the whole club rented out. We had the owner expecting the club to be packed. And by the way, yes, at 17 in Gambia, you can club. I mean, people start clubbing here when they're like 14, 15. <laughs> so that's not a wow. <laughs> People are hitting the club really early out here. It's, 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 it's different. Like those rules just don't work out here. But yeah, so the club was completely empty. But like you guys said earlier, I don't really think of it as failure because it's something that taught me something that stuck with me for the rest of my events career, you could say, is that you kind of have to always just speak it into existence, which is why when we're Ooh. talking about ball at the start, one of the things is whether it was going to happen or not, he was going to say it's going to happen. I mean, he's telling us that everybody's going to be on the Lakers. It might never happen, but <laughs> it's just one of those things that you just have to. So even when we organized events, even when we felt that this wasn't going to work out, until the very last minute, you're out there selling it as if this event is already sold out. 100%. And the reason we, we didn't pack that particular event was because I had friends at the time who their peoples would call them and be like, hey, I'm on my way with like five or six people. How's it looking? And they'd be like, oh, you might want to wait a little bit. The place isn't packed yet. So they were kind of embarrassed to have their people come out yeah. and then the party is empty. So they were all trying to save face. But in the long run, the whole thing just kind of flopped. Yeah. So since Somebody then, I'm you know, first. <laughs> exactly. Since then, I'm just like, you know what? You just got to go into it with full confidence and just full steam yeah. ahead. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. it's nothing like hearing the hype man hype man just yelling out yeah it's still early we we still got time people on this way and then and then you walk in and then you're like wait hold on it's just my people in here right now like where you at where you at I'm gonna, I'm gonna the next part quickly i'll go after after you talk no, no, I was just asking him where you at a we actually did another event when we we're in Toronto many years later actually it was called Stash Out, but I don't know if you if you if you were there or not. That was another party that flopped pretty bad. I was I was supposed to show up, yeah, and I was one of those people that were like, I I I forget who I hit, and I was like, Yo, how's it looking? They're like, Yo, it doesn't look like one of your parties, and I was like, All right, so I hit, so, so uh, hit me up once once it gets closer to that, and I didn't get a message back, so I was like, yeah. All right, cool. I like. I said man I think the main thing is that they're just roadblocks and you just gotta figure out how to overcome them like yeah I never thought of them as failures because every time I organized a party that wasn't hit I did something that was 10 times bigger the next time so never exactly thought, ever Push mm -hmm. yeah, Push yeah. Mm. all right Mayor. all right all right brothers uh who are some of your industry inspirations Industry uh, inspirations. You want to start? Who do, who wants to start? I can go. Um. Okay, I couldn't. I couldn't really st like pick someone that was in like the clothing industry. Like the, I think Pharrell is one for us, just because like we have similar styles. He's still around, and like we watched him growing up, um, with his Bape stuff and Billionaire Boys Club stuff, and like. I don't just look at what someone is wearing. It's also, I find so it's about the people's, um, their words and their interviews and what they talk about. 
So Pharrell is one, he, he kind of uh, stated like, you can't really give up on anything that you're doing, whether it's music or clothing. Um, so I think, yeah, he's an influence for like the style and stuff. Um, I pick a fictional character from a movie as one of like inspiration was fucking Neo from the Matrix, just because uh-huh. I feel like <laughs> I feel like everyone has an untapped power to themselves. And once you, I feel like I've gotten to that power and I have to learn to harness it. I get different messages from the universe, whether I want to use them or not to guide me through my daily stuff with life. And it keeps me inspired. It keeps you going because you feel like you're fulfilling a purpose, you know, and that never stops. So Neo is like, as you know, the Neo character in the movie, he gets different messages. He has to make his own choices and see whatever the outcome is, you know? Like he has Morpheus with him, which like Vince could be my Morpheus, you know what I mean? To be like, yo, yeah, do it if you feel that's right. Um, so that's my second. Boy, your gut feeling. Exactly. And, yeah. um, I, I, I always say that, yo. Go with your Did, gut. Do you guys ever heard of someone? Intuition, man. Always intuition, bro. Like, you know how much time intuition has got me out, out of shit? Yeah. Yeah, yeah 100%. You know how much time? You shouldn't bro? be there. That, you bro, like, so, so much times we're like, we're like, like, I'll be somewhere and like, some just say, yo, move to the side or, you know, like just something, something and just do yeah. it. And then before you know it, boom, fight going on. Let me add on to that story right there. But hold on. <laughs> Beast, before you, Beast, before you, you, you yeah, yeah, go, finish go, your go. third person, let me tell you something that happened just like three weeks ago. There was a guy that me and my business partner were, was with and he was a little clumsy. So we're watching him, and at one point we both stepped back at the same time. And three, like three seconds after us stepping back, he dropped something that would have hit us if we we're like one inch closer, one step closer. <laughs> and I couldn't explain it. I just looked at my business partner. I said, "You see, you see." And we just started laughing. <laughs> that was it. You know, you go with your gut feeling, bro. But go yeah, ahead, Beast. Finish your here, Chris. Like, not like not to cut you guys, but like I tell, oh, sorry like, about I tell, that. I tell anybody who's around me, like, yo, like. Your, intu- your intuition is like it, it doesn't lie to you. You know what I mean? Like sometimes, yeah. it, sometimes it might like make you look like crazy or whatever the case is. But like, yo, go into go with your gut always, always, always. Your antenna, man. It's your antenna. Straight up, straight up man. But yeah, yeah uh, I think for the last person, you guys know David Goggins. You guys, David Goggins. I heard the name. Like, what, over like 350 pounds at one point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like he uh, he went to the military and like... Oh, yeah, the black guy. Or Navy yeah. SEAL. Yeah, so that guy like, if you hear about his story, like he lost a bunch of weight and he was just, he battled a lot of mental toughness. So I used like his story and my own personal mental toughness to toughen myself. And like, he has this thing where he kind of, he challenges people in authority. So he would challenge the people that are in authority in the Navy SEALs and stuff like that. And... um he used it to kind of break their souls. And it wasn't like on an evil tip. It was more so like trying to shake, shake them and like really break them. You know, when you're trying to look at a man in his eyes and whoever looks the way first, that guy lost. Yeah. So he applied that to his own mental toughness. And I kind of live with that too. And he just, every day, he's just always training. He's always doing what he says he's going to do. He's up at 5, 4 a.m. doing that. And I feel like that's how you become kind of successful or meet your goal in life. It's like, you can't wake up at, 3 p.m. I heard someone say you can't wake up at 3 p.m. thinking you're gonna be Jay Z and Diddy. They didn't. They didn't make it. You know, they didn't make it that far by waking up late. So I kind of apply that type of logic to my thing from his words. 
crazy. Yo, he's one crazy dude, man. But I rate him, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. I, like, me too. I, I follow like, him on like, Instagram, like, everything. Yeah, no, like, like fuck people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> crazy. I'll expand on, like, oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was saying, kind of going off of what Beaks was saying, like, yeah, there's a there's a there's a clip on IG. I'm not I'm, I'm gonna post it today, but it's a clip that friggin' Steve Harvey is saying. Um, basically, you can't be sleeping eight hours of 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 the day and trying to be successful because you sleep eight hours of the day is basically you taking away a third of your day and a third of your life. Exactly. Right. And then you look at it like that, and you look okay. Well, if I'm on the West Coast, right, and I wake up at eight in the morning. I'm already behind the people on the East Coast or whatever, like whatever way it is. But I'm already behind two, three hours because they're getting up. They're the 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 the, the time difference. They're up two hours or three hours before me, so they already they already got three hours ahead of me. So in order for me to catch up to them, I gotta wake up three hours earlier. You know what I mean, so like so like shit like that, like kind of goes to kind of to what you were saying, you know? Yeah, yes, I know exactly that. what you mean. Steve Harvey is a, a great person to watch overall. It's- Especially how he explains everything and you listen to his journey. His journey is crazy. Great, crazy. Yeah, the fact crazy that he made, the fact that he went to Apollo and he was the only person to make everyone laugh that night. Everyone else bombed. I can't remember the names that he said, but they were, they were big, big name, names. Big and name. he, yeah. yeah, and he yeah. was the one who did that. So but I'll add on to Beaks, like people, like growing up right now, like a lot of people don't inspire me like right now because I like just getting ideas for myself. But like growing up, it was Pharrell and Nigo, those guys are bait people. Then Dapper Dan was a big person for me too. 100%, I just like, 100%. I was going to say Dapper like, Dan. <laughs> yeah, I like that he grabbed like high-end stuff and then made it streetwear. You know what I mean? He made it his type of thing. I like when people do it their way. And then Kanye West, obviously, because he just, he's just whatever. And then Cameron, <laughs> I, love, I love Cameron because even though he didn't design clothing like that, his style was just different. He just did it his way. I, maybe it's a, a big Harlem thing for me, for me and Beaks as well. Like we're Harlem people are just like I don't know what it is about them, but like they're just proud black people that just do things their way. To me, that was to me. You know what I mean? And uh, Dame Dash, he's from Harlem too. Yeah, I was gonna say every, everyone, your name is Harlem. Yeah, yeah. Harlem. <laughs> yeah so, you know what I mean? Or they chilled in Harlem. So those people. But a big thing from the beginning for me was like our neighborhood. Me watching everyone else, like oh, Air Max ninety sevens, Mike um, Jordans. Every I seen the way people put their self together. I'm just like, hmm, it's very neat, but it's very expensive. The way they look, even though it's very simple, it's very expensive. So how can I do this my way and not have to be killing myself? And I feel like the model for VG is like not trying to style on people or trying to style people. And there's a hype beast culture where everyone's trying to get the the most exclusive thing, and I feel like VG exclusive because we're crafting this stuff ourselves with our own hands. So whoever purchases this stuff is, it feels like you're a part of some type of community. We don't care if you're rich or poor, whatever, whatever you are, man. Whatever, we're just trying to make you feel a part of something. So you don't feel alone in this world. Because I know a lot of people feel alone, and you know, especially during these times, a lot of people are depressed and things like that. So whatever we can do to make people feel a part of something, you know, that's very important to us. Um, and just kind of like you were saying, um, I would say, if anything, I would say, you know, Dapper Dan, um, and just like you said, you know, he created, he, he pretty much tore something down, made it his own, and made it for the community, right? And I loved that. And I mean, to the point where 
eventually after you know um these these big names like like Gucci and, and Louis Vuitton kicking his door down and saying like hey yo you can't be doing this with our stuff now they're emulating all of his old work mm-hmm. and it, it's yep. crazy to see yeah they had um there was a jacket he had done I can't remember for what artist like back back in the day and they just redid it and they put it on they had it on a runway but they didn't even credit him however because the community knows his work right we paid attention to 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 black fashion and everything throughout the years yeah they called they called um i think they called it was was it Louis Vuitton? i think yeah they called it they called him out and they're like yo make sure you guys credit you know dapper dan for what he's done because well, gucci it. hired him it was gucci my bad, my bad yeah gucci sorry it was gucci so um yeah they're like yeah you know make sure you credit this man for what he's done because you guys would not we the black community we're the ones who are who are, who are putting money into these guys pockets right so we should be all across your board like we really should we are the reason it it, it moves as it does right so um you know we are well, we, we make are, everything we are, cooler we make everything we, yeah, cooler. 100%, 100%. Makes everything cool everything 100%. we do looks just cooler everything it, it's not it, 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 it is that's not just looks it is we, we make it yeah. we make it as, as you know so um uh, little not x killing country one track you know like this Exactly, exactly. Shit like that is a everything we touch, bro. Like the and they refused. They didn't want to give it to him. They didn't. I'm not wanna... sure the, the the guy's name, but the the guy who just signed with Jordan on the the driver NASCAR. Uh, you know, you know, talk about the, the... Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The, the, the black driver. Not NASCAR. Yeah, yeah, NASCAR, yeah. Bubba, Bubba, what? Bubba, yeah, Bubba. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, never mind. So, so, so he's touching the, the NASCAR scene now. He's making that kind of hot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, so like everything we touch, bro. Mm-hmm. Everything. Because I remember even even growing up, I remember my mom wanted us, wanted my sister and I. She wanted us to play tennis, but it was one of those things where it's like when you're growing up, you don't see anybody playing tennis. I mean, I can, you know, David. We grew up in Galloway. Who did we see playing playing tennis? Who played tennis around us? One person. Not a soul. One person. Exactly. So, (laughs) you know, you're not motivated by that. Okay, you see, like, you know, Serena and Venus are playing tennis, but it's like, it's not enough. You know, you want to see more, you want to get representation of more of your people doing it, right? In in order for you to, you know, be like, all right. Because other than that, everybody played, you know, basketball. Basketball, You know, they played soccer or, you know, any of those things. So it's just... Yeah, it's we really need to shine light on everything that we do, not just the things that are deemed as cool, but everything. Yeah, that's true. Just so we're comfortable <laughs> enough to go, at, or if if not us, then at least push the next generation into those spaces. Also, also, I think it's just like having things that are tangible and that are real that we can touch. So, like the people who are successful in those lanes. So, like mm-hmm. for instance, like yourself in business or whatever, like or the, or like singers or whatever, like anything that we do in those lanes that are not deemed as like. The cool thing, mm-hmm. those are the people that should be really giving back to the community because they should okay. like the, like the little kitchen. Okay, shit, like yo, this person is going out and they're a tennis player. I don't need a tennis player. I, I had no idea. Like so, mm-hmm. like it's not it's not it's not real to them. It's not tangible. But like them seeing Serena Williams, yeah, that's huge. Like they see on the TV, but it's not like it's not real to them. Like even like the the girl, um, the vice president Kamala Harris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like like that's that's gonna be huge for the next generation. Mm-hmm. Partly because, like, for like my daughter growing up, she's gonna see that. And, like, is that really tangible for her? Like, she, mm-hmm. like, she can't really uh, grab that because she, she can't feel it, she can't touch mm-hmm. it, she can't see mm-hmm. it, she can't she can't smell it, she can't breathe it because it's not real to her. So people who are doing those kind of things, like for instance, like back in the day, 
Uh, what's her name, Senator? Mitzi Hunter, whatever her name is. Mm-hmm. Mitzi. From, yeah. yeah, like her coming around to the community and then doing things. Those things are important because now you put like belief into those little people, those, those people growing up to so shit. Yeah. They're doing it. I can do it. They're here talking to me. Like it's not just someone on TV that I'm seeing that could be fake. It's someone who's here, tangible. I can touch. I can feel. I, can, I think. I, mean, I think important. one of the. I agree, but there's also a level that we gotta discuss when it comes to it too. It's the fact that we gotta push the narrative that it's okay to choose different things. Different things. A yeah. lot of a lot of the issue is once. Once uh, we get into sport, let's say we have an interest in sports, we're going to push towards the sport that we might have played because then we're able because then we're able to assist more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But at yeah. the same time, they might, the next generation might really find like you're looking at, um, uh, what's her name? Naomi uh, Osaka. Yeah. Osaka <laughs> for tennis, right? Mm-hmm. We're looking at we're looking at these and we're knowing that it's a fight to get to the level that they are at. It's mm-hmm. not an easy thing, mm-hmm. but we got to push and be like, Hey, you don't have just this, these options. It's not just, it's not just basketball rap. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. You can do, you can play whatever sport you want to play. If you want to go, I remember, I remember going to school and the team had a curling team. And there was one black guy on that team and they would clown the one black kid because they're like, that's not, a curling is not kid. a sport that mm-hmm. black people play. Right. Mm-hmm. We got to, we got to cut and out that, that cut out that narrative and change it and say, mm-hmm. whatever you want to do, whatever you feel you want to do. If you want to wake up and go golf at six o'clock in the morning, cause Feel you think that, that might be do it right. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't put a negative, uh, negative aspect towards it. Just mm-hmm. push. You know, it's so funny. It's so funny because Beeks's dad is like that. I remember Beeks's dad like, like three three years ago was just like, you guys should go snowboarding. You yeah. should go snowboarding. <laughs> you know what I mean? You guys should just do things like that because yeah. you just never know. Yep. You know what I mean? So just just try new things. Just do whatever you guys want to do. When I started yeah, golfing like, uh, six years ago, people looked at me crazy. They're like, what's this guy? What's this big black dude doing on the golf course? <laughs> like, what's going on right now? Those old people be looking at me funny. Like, like, oh, like, are you are you here to like give me water or something? Like, no, I'm here to golf, man. <laughs> and, I'm a, and, it's, and I'm gonna kick your ass in this shit too. Yeah, <laughs> and it's and it's crazy because there's so many different things that that if we were pushing it to just do we would find so much more enjoyment in certain things. Like when I moved out to Calgary, I didn't really want to hike. I started hiking now, um, like rafting. I never really was pushed to doing any rafting, but now every summer I'm out there rafting. It's fun. It's That's enjoyable. Amazing, you, get a, you get a group, group of people together. You're just, you know what I mean? So you're in life, man. You're, yeah, you're, mm-hmm. you're taking away the restrictions of what was considered cool because of the neighborhood you were living in because yep. you opened yourself up to go to different places and this is what exactly. we need to start exactly. pushing to get out of the restrictions of your neighborhood and realize that there's a whole world out there world. and it's not this block or this block or this community we have as- access to the world let's yeah. use it anybody who knows me knows yo like david's like you, you see behind me like i got like awards from like galloway like anyone who knows me knows that like i grew up in galloway like I rep 4301. I rep Galloway to the death of me. Everyone knows me. But I tell people now to this day, like, 
me, me, me moving to Calgary was the best thing that happened in my life because mm. it's, 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 it's put me in a position where I see things differently. Like I could be driving down the highway and I see friggin' mountains, bro. Like fucking like postcard mountains driving down the highway. Yeah. I'll, I'll never, I'll never see that in my life in Toronto. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that's one I, thing I loved about Vancouver. Crazy. When I was in Vancouver, I'm just like, wow, there's like mountains everywhere. The everywhere. air is different. There's forests everywhere. It's just can, nice. I can, I can drive half an hour from where I live. And go live and, and go be in the middle. Of, go, go 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 see moose. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like me living in Scarborough. The first closest thing I'm gonna see, I'm gonna see friggin' a malnourished Bambi. That's what I'm gonna see. <laughs> 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 That's what I'm gonna see. You, know I mean? like, you see those deer running in front of Whitefield? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah oh bro. man. That's what you're gonna <laughs> except for that, except for that one time, the wild turkey was just on the loose in Scarborough. So, <laughs> this is a little to add to what Senator was saying, and also kind of looping back to what what David Francis was saying too, right? Yeah. I think there's something that we also forget because we've we've talked a lot about role models, and I think the the fabric of Black society in general, when I look at North America, is very broken. And the reason I say that, obviously, Africa is a lot, lot poorer than you can imagine compared to North America. It's not even the same. But a lot of people, even when you look at a lot of African immigrants that come come over for university or whatever, a lot of them will have role models at home as well. I'm not saying people in North America don't, but I feel like society is built in such a way that it's so difficult for Black people. Like, just think about the fact that when you think about a lot of kids, like you said, that might have grown up in Scarborough or in a lot of these areas, like how much access do they have to a lot of these other kinds of sports that they can even play to know if they're even good or not? Mm-hmm. Versus maybe a white kid that could have been born in a suburban neighborhood where they're put into all of these different sports programs. It's different. Like I look at yeah. the scenario of Gambia, like basketball is not that common over here. It's not because people aren't tall. It's not because people aren't athletic. But playing basketball requires a certain basic level of infrastructure. You require an actual court. You require hoop. You require a proper ball. People play football on the streets practically with anything that they can find as kids. You could find an empty can of of sardines and start kicking it around and it's football. (laughs) But you can't do that with hockey, for example, or, or anything else. But it just goes to show that I think one of the reasons why Black people might not have been able to excel so much as well is because of access to some of these sports. Mm-hmm. You yeah. look at everywhere we're put, we're just put into these little little bubbles. Like, think about it. Where I lived in, 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 in Scarborough, um, Livonia, we had a tennis court. It doesn't look like it was used in the past 10 years. We had a pool. <laughs> the pool was I don't think anybody stepped foot in that pool for like the past five to 10 years before, before we even lived there. So you start thinking about a lot of kids that don't know how to swim, a lot of people that don't know how to play tennis. You got to think about also, even if they wanted to play tennis, where are they going to do it? Mm-hmm. So a lot of kids also have that kind of as a, as a restriction for them. And mm-hmm. I like the fact that said that it, it's about it being tangible, about you seeing people that are, that are doing it as well. It helps. The reason we succeed in basketball, rap, and all of those things is because there are so many black people doing it. Mm-hmm. It's a path that people say that, hey, this works. Mm-hmm. So you know what? They try and do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Fortunately for me, I was born into a family of entrepreneurs. So business isn't something that's far-fetched for me. My yeah. dad's been in business my whole life. I've seen him do it. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was natural that I get into business. So I feel like 
a lot of times when I look at structure of society and everything, it's just, like you said, we got to try new things and just open up and try and keep to our roots. Because a lot of Black people too, when they make it, they kind of decide to just push themselves away from the neighborhood and from yeah, people yeah. that work yeah. them. Hmm. Because you, start, so you get to a certain level of success. Maybe there were a hundred Black people before. Now you start seeing yourself being the only Black person in a room of a hundred people. So these are yeah. all... They're much deeper, obviously. I know yeah. we can't fix them overnight, but it, it does play a big factor as well. And you gotta credit you gotta credit people like LeBron and yep. and stuff like that too, who recognizes that their high school friends they were gonna work towards and it's not like he's like, here's your money, do whatever. You, they still had to put in the work, right? So you're always yeah. surrounding yourself with yeah. like-minded people as you elevate. So one of the things that I'll say is that as you're starting to elevate, you got to make sure that the people that are you're around are also elevating. Because if they're going to be stuck in the same position and you're elevating, they're just there. They're just there as an anchor. They're not. They're not helping you move. You're doing everything, but you're just dragging them along for, for the success. And they have to contribute something. And you two, Vinny and Bex, you guys are clearly working together, yep. elevating at the same time, right? It's not one yeah. side is one side's down and the other one just like, all right, I'm gonna do all the work and you sit there and yeah, and yeah. think hey. you're both yeah. elevating. And that's what we all have to do. It's our partnership, man. It's our partnership, yeah, to, you know? Yeah. Awesome. To kind of leave, leave leave this on like a on a note, like a quote that if you guys follow my IG, y'all see that I post a lot of quotes and shit. A quote on my IG that, that 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 I love is that like if you're not inspired by your circle, it's not a circle anymore. It's a cage. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean, like, mm -hmm. so, like I like that. I like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So 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 shit like that. Like I tell like the kids all the time like, that I, that I I work with. I mean, like if you're like it's just put, like if you're if you're not one of if you're if if you are the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. You know what I mean? Like put yourself mm -hmm. in, in in positions where you can make moves and you can kind of gain knowledge and stuff and like and yeah so that's kind of something that i'll just leave it on that but great conversation yeah what you feed what you feed yourself becomes your appetite so you have to you have to be aware of what you're feeding yourself thanks so your brother i got one more question for y'all though man um before we go uh what would you say to someone um who's trying to come up and be successful in the industry believe in it <laughs> possible yeah Believe in don't take things personal. Yeah. Yo, that's go ahead, Beaks. I'll go. I'll go after you, Beaks. I say believe in the impossible. Who's you want to go first? No, I was saying. I was saying what Vinny said. That shit is important, man. For black men, don't take shit personal, man. Yeah. Yeah. But don't you notice that we like jump steps when it comes to like, like the way we view revenge is very odd. I don't know who taught us this, but. Why do we get so angry? Why does someone trip you or step on your shoes and you want to shoot them? Yeah. What happened to talking? What happened to just strangling the person? Why do you guys <laughs> want to jump to getting done? That's what I'm saying. Where, what happened to us? What? Why were we so brainwashed to be this way? Like, why are we trying to seek revenge? Why do we even grill each other? I don't even dislike anyone. Why am I having a grilling competition with you? I, those type of things are weird to me. So that's why me, I don't take anything personal. I, my little niece cut her eye after me and I laughed at her and she got mad because I didn't react the way she wanted me to react. So 
Like I, none of those things. I just I don't take anything personal, man. But can I ask a question? Do you think that's a product of being black or a product of our neighborhood and our surroundings? Your environment condition. Yeah. It's environment. Yeah, we, we, we become products of our environment, but like, pardon? The reason I ask that question. The reason I ask that question, right? If you look at the states, mm. for example, minorities mm. that are anywhere in an underprivileged neighborhood, it tends to be a lot more dangerous. You put a yeah, bunch yeah, of yeah. people, pack them together in any place. And you don't give them enough opportunity. They've got to figure out how to hustle to feed their families. That's a dangerous situation to be in, period. So I agree with you. I mean, I, I feel like a lot of people are just dealing with so many issues. Some of them are dealing with these issues without having the right role models. They're angry with life. They're depressed. They don't know how to feed their family. And then somebody comes yeah. and steps on your really nice brand new white shoes and you feel like this person is disrespecting. And you've been taught nothing else Hey, anger is how I'm supposed to react. I'm not saying it's wrong. Well, I, under, I understand that for sure, for sure. I just, I just want to know why, you know, it still goes now. Why are we not living in today? Like, you know, the current times now. We should like, we've seen enough people getting shot on the news, even though we already yeah. knew this has been happening. We just have iPhones to record it now. We know this stuff. So when are we gonna just be like, ah, I'm done with this. I don't want to be a product of my environment. I want the environment to be a product of me. Like, when do we start thinking like that? And that's what me and Beaks did. Like, I wanted to, everything to be a product of me now because I was a product of that before. And I seen what, where it could have made me end up. But I'm, 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 I'm thankful that I got to see through and actually get to this age. Like, I'm going to hit 30 next year. And I'm actually so thankful to hit a next set of numbers as a black man. Like, okay, I made it here. Let's go hard. You know, someone said you only have two lives to live. And you realize the second one is, you realize the second life when you only, what do what they say? You have two lives to live, and the second life is when you realize you only have one. Yeah. When you realize you only have one life to live, like it just opens your eyes. You're like, oh, this is my responsibility. That person hurt me because I allowed it. That per I got mad at that person because I allowed myself to get mad at that. You know, you have to start managing yourself. You're the mm -hmm. hardest person to manage is yourself. So if you can't get past that, then it's going to be hard for you to be around others. That's all I have to yeah. say about that. Yeah, agreed. I think um, for not taking stuff personal for us, I feel like when we first started this brand, we were kind of taking stuff personal because that's when you realize the people that are closest to you are not going to always support you. So mm -hmm. we had to grow from that to realize like people that you love and care for, like even your own friends, like they're not going to be the first ones ready to give you their money to invest into you. You know, not it, it may they may not like the product or whatever the case may be, but you, that's when I realized you can't take anything personal. I take nothing personal now. And like it also brings in more positive energy to me because when you're sitting there in that mindset, you're going to take in more negative energy and look at the whole world negative. And that's not going to like be good for your own energy. Um, mm -hmm. That quote with what I was saying with um, believe in the impossible is like, like I said, like you, people don't understand their power. And like, I feel like we do, and you can't explain your, your power or your beliefs to people that just don't see it. And like, I look back on like, for example, like an airplane, there's a hundred years ago, an airplane was invented. Someone sat there and said like, yo, in their mind, they got this thought like, yo, I'm going to take a bunch of metal, put two inches on the side of this object, and it's going to fly over the water. And you can tell that to the average person. They're going to be like, fam, you're not doing that. That's impossible. <laughs> yeah. But they did it. 100%. Look, look, yep. look how much airplanes yeah. and stuff there is now. So it's like, 
that's why I say believe in the impossible because you never know what you can the outcome could be you know what I mean so well imagine that that was the one of the oldest laws the law of gravity and a man made the law of lift you know how amazing that is <laughs> come on man and we're, we're we're holding ourselves to these little boxes we yeah anything yeah. anything anything in this world we could do. yeah it's facts facts it goes into all 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 possible you know engineering you know whether it be even a car um there there was a point where okay yeah horses and carriages seemed like the only way but then to think that we're now in an era where cars drive themselves themselves. like it's crazy crazy crazy. (laughs) it is crazy if anything, even if we, we said this maybe even, say, 10 years ago, we'd be like, nah, nah, we're not going to see that. But even think about the that. jobs that we have now. There's a CEO of Instagram now. It's... There's people that get paid off playing video games. Exactly. People are making money, not small money. They're making money. money I remember bro. I saw, um, yo, there's this kid from Galloway. Um, What's his name again? And he he was a representative for for um for I think like I think they had set up like a whole two K thing, and they had um certain guys representing for 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 their countries. And this kid was representing he was representing for Canada, and I was like, what is going on here? Like, there's a whole Olympics for this thing now, <laughs> and he's making like fifty K for like four or five months of work. <sighs> it's crazy, but like, it's, there. On, it's, there. it's there, it's there, it's there. So yeah, living uh, in the future right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sam, yeah. Holly, uh, any advice? And it's always a tough one. I've been. I feel like I've been doing so many entrepreneurship talks lately. And <laughs> one thing I always tell people, which is kind of against what you guys are saying, I agree one hundred and ten percent. Always push the envelope, think outside of the box. I mean, one of the biggest role models for me is actually Elon Musk. Not because of his personality, but just the business ideas and the things he chooses to do, like this guy just chooses to go against all of the norms that exist. Mm. But don't ever be sold so much on an idea that you aren't willing to try something else. Mm -hmm. I've tried so many different businesses in the past decade. Some have worked, some have not. But sometimes it's very important as an entrepreneur or somebody getting into business to know when it's time to move on. And I feel like a lot of people don't know when that time is. Like, they'll be slaving away at just this one idea. It's, it's, it's kind of like just make sure that you're working smart because you can put 100% of your energy into something. But it's, it's, it's always important to recognize that, hey, you know what? I'm doing everything I can, but this really isn't working. I'm in love with it. Let me try it again. But let me try and focus my energy on something else. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've, mm-hmm. I've had to tell a lot of entrepreneurs that. Um, sometimes it's not the right time for that type of business. It might just not be the right environment. It might be so many different things. And this is coming some from... Some people don't know how to rebrand themselves too. Sorry about that. They, they don't. And also just, I feel like a lot of people tend to feel very entitled, like they 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 deserve to be successful. Look, I always tell people, look, you, you don't deserve anything. You have to work for every single cent that you get out here. Like everybody is hustling, everybody is struggling. Yeah. And I always tell people, if you're making a product, make sure that it's the best freaking product in the market mm-hmm. so that nobody can be like, hey, you know what? I, I, I want to go and buy something else. Like if it's that good, people will buy it from you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So tell people, make sure that you stand, stand out so much that people have no choice but to buy your product. 
And that applies in anything it is that you do, whether it's you being a DJ, making music, you guys with your clothing brand, whatever it is that you do, just make sure you do it at the best. So you can always stand the best chance that you can, man. Yeah. 100%. That's facts. Don't disagree with that right there. It really comes down how teachable you are, how much you're willing to change. Yeah. Change bad habits to good habits. All All that stuff is so important, but people overlook it. You have to change your habits. You have to get a little routine for yourself. You have to, you have to be confident enough to, that people are going to laugh at you and you have to look at them like, okay, it is what it is. You know, I'll figure it out. You know, you have to, you have to do your thing, man. Don't make words slow you down, man. Don't make the words slow you down. To get out your own way too. Yeah. Sure. A lot of people put their fears onto you too. Like even your parents do that. Like, oh, you can't do that. What do you mean? I can't. You can't do that. I can do it. The number one, I think that, and that goes for a lot of a lot of um, a lot of us within the community. Um, I think a lot of a lot of a lot of our parents will, you know, project their fears, you know, onto us because of their experiences, of course, yeah. right? And it's it's more so. Um, I guess it would be a, a defense mechanism in a way but them not also understanding that they're crippling us by, by doing that. So, I mean, that's why, especially I, I, I always say like, man, and I mean, of course others say it as well, but like we are the generation of change because we see things at it completely differently than our parents and their parents see it. Right. We are mm-hmm. living in a new world, a, a, a new age. And um, especially as, as black people um, we, we know and we understand that we cannot, we, we under we have a better understanding of the system we're able to you know speak out pertaining to certain things that might you know hinder us um but we're also able to make things happen right but the thing is our parents don't see and understand all those things because like for example this conversation we're having here right here right um you know we're in different different parts of the world and we're having this conversation right now it's something that for example our parents might not be might not be able to do or um, don't for them to even have these kind of conversations with with, with their own it. friends, it's it's probably not even gonna ever. Ha- it probably won't happen. Nope. It probably won't happen. Like nope. I can come I'm here, I can be like, I can come here and I can be like, yo, you know what? This was making me feel this way, or it was making me feel that way. But for them, it's like <laughs> nobody's gonna know how I'm feeling. Not a chance. Not a chance. You know. So. Um, you know, honestly, you know, you guys, kudos to you on, on, on making this happen because uh, these these are these are the things that need to happen. And especially in this time, you know, a lot of us are in our heads. We're beating beating ourselves up. But then you have these conversations that kind of that reassure reassure you. And, you know, it, it makes you, you know, shift your mental as to, you know, what you're doing, because um, for all we know, anybody in here could be starting a new a new business venture. And, you know, you've been beating yourself up, beating yourself up. But then, you know, hearing the things from each of you guys just really makes you want to do things. You know, it, it will make you do things better. If anything, you know, at least I know I can maybe reach out to any of you guys and ask questions pertaining to certain things. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man, you know, kudos to you guys. Appreciate this. <laughs> I, I, I really appreciate this, Gavin. I'm thankful that Jermaine invited me and everything, too. You know, Jermaine's my... My my nephew's godfather too. I appreciate you for being a great great godfather as well too. You're a great role model. Well, man, he's a great person overall. I just I just I like being around good energy and stuff like that. People that are understanding to a level that a lot of people don't understand. <laughs> you know, it's good to be able to look at different angles of life and become understanding, so you can relate to people better. 
And you know, as, for, as for, you know, David and as for Senator, you know, I've known these guys for too long. Um, <laughs> David, <laughs> David, I probably met when I was maybe like nine, maybe yeah, nine, yeah. Some, you know, summer camp. Senator was maybe like maybe a couple years after. I was probably like 13, you know, by probably time. But, you know, nonetheless, it, it, it's always been love. And, you know, for, for, for it to, you know, to, to, to be asked, you know, to come on here, you know, to, to talk and everything. And then just to see you guys doing your thing and, and just, 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 just really, it's, I'm telling you, man, it, it's, it's really inspiring. It's really inspiring, you know, being able to be here and being, being amongst you guys. So, yeah. Appreciate, Appreciate <laughs> it. Love, brother. All right. So we've got to the part of the podcast where we get to promote our social medias and anything that we're currently working on or anything that you have coming out shortly. So, uh, Sam, we'll start with you. Um, as for me, my, uh, well, my, my personal account is Tita soul. Um, but as for, you know, the black men style one, it is B L K M E N S T Y L yeah and um yeah that that's uh so I'll, I'll put it up in the in the chat please yeah i was gonna say can everyone just drop their stuff in the chat in the chat yep uh hallie yes sir for me it's actually simple i my handle on all social media is hallie mass joe and for the business that i'm looking after now it's atlas energy limited so both are actually right there in in the tagline for my name but I'll also put it in the chat box. Dope, dope. Uh, for mine, my, my, my Instagram is Vindad, V-I-N dot dad. And then the clothing brand, Valor Gasson, V-O-L-E-R-G-A-R-C-O-N-Z dot two, I mean, dot two, two, seven. And we have a next, next account that just, we just put a bunch of things on it. Vulgar dot two, two, seven. All right, all right. All right, and for me, um, I, my account is tiago.vg.227. So T-I-A-G-O dot V-G dot 227. As well as the vulgar account is on there too. I'll put it in the, it's in the chat. I think um, I'm trying this out myself right now. When you type in 227 um, on Instagram, you're going to see the vulgar croissants pull up right away. So you'll see the VG logo in there and you'll see whoever else is a part of VG as well as our art page, the blog page, Volker.227. Um, but yeah, put it in the chat as well. The link's in the bio as well. The link's in, it shows everything. We have, if you click our bio, it'll show everything that we're connected to. I have a personal podcast as well. You see everything if you click the bio. Dope. Uh, Dwayne. Yeah, for my um, Instagram, it's Chaz, C-H-A-S underscore Tenenbaum. T-E-N-E-N-B-A-U-M. And for my Twitter, it's Casher and 10, C-A-S-S-H-E-R-N, 10. Dope. Coach. Uh, my IG is real deal underscore Francis. And I was working on the season and all that stuff, but COVID shut that shit down. So I'm home with my daughter. So I, so I sit. <laughs> Damn, uh, my Instagram handle, M-A-I-R-C-R-E-D, personal trainer. Dope. And I always say this before I go. I have the longest one. That's why I wait till the end. Um, follow me at The Senator. Uh, don't forget to check out the Not So Soft podcast with myself, Nino Rockwell, and Kino the Great. We drop on Fridays. 
Um, don't forget to check out my Twitch stream, twitch.tv slash Senator D-A-S-E-N-A-T-O-R. I do that Tuesdays and Thursdays. And we do a Sunday night stream, and that's twitch.tv slash SL underscore ENT. Don't forget to check out the chat room podcast on Instagram at the the.chatroompod. If you have any takes, if you appreciated the conversations, and if you had anything that you wanted to add to this conversation, make sure to send it to our email, thechatroompod at gmail.com. And this, like I said, we have one more episode after this, and then we're off for two weeks and we'll be back in the new year. So gentlemen, before I wrap this up, I want to say thank you, but I also want to say happy holidays, happy new year. Make sure you stay safe. I hope you get to enjoy some time around family. I know this is going to be a different type of holiday because of the pandemic, but stuff. there's always ways to see the loved ones that you have, whether it's through Zoom, like we did this, or uh, FaceTime, WhatsApp calls, like there's always a way to connect with people. So stay safe. Thank you for coming on. And yeah. Hey, hey, and, and, and um, as I said last episode, I was telling y'all, I'm putting you guys on Bailey's Red Velvet Cupcake. <laughs> y'all on. Hey, they have that over here. I'm telling y'all, those that go to LCP, <laughs> <laughs> hey. David bought them all. They're not there anymore. He bought them all. <laughs> <laughs> he cleaned them, I cleaned them out before. I cleaned them out. I put y'all on. I've never seen that in my life. Yeah. I put y'all on, on the last episode. Bailey's Red Velvet Cupcake. That shit hits. That's oh, good. and before we before we completely wrap this. Happy early birthday to Jermaine, because by the time we come back, it'll be past his birthday. So happy early birthday. Happy early birthday, bro. And happy early birthday to me. And well, on my birthday, you guys will all be enjoying some NBA Christmas games. So that's my present. That's my present to y'all. Um, right. <laughs> uh, this has been the chat room podcast, your favorite baller's favorite podcast, and we are out. Peace. Love.